This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hi, Jürgen. That's a nice mug. Did you drink it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, life is so strange at the moment. That the only thing that's happening is football. So the scrutiny is huge, bigger than it's ever been. I'm just wondering how you are this lunchtime. It's not football. The only thing that's happening is really much for you. The only thing that's happening, but there's a lot of a lot of stuff going around politics, um, a lot of private things. So yes, football is a, is the main thing. I'm I'm okay, absolutely okay. We had a training session um, before. We had a video and an analyze meeting before, so both was really positive, and we are close to fly to Hungary to Budapest the first time in my life. So um, no. We are absolutely okay and, and ready to go. You've been through so many things with these players and achieved so much. How would you sum up their mood right now? Um, like you would imagine. So um, it's, nobody's here um, ignoring the facts um, result-wise. But my job is now to do, and that's what, what I what's really important because um, um, we have to keep the good things um, going. That that's one hundred percent. And if you saw the game against Leicester, if you saw the game against City, these were not two games which uh, you would imagine afterwards we conceded seven and maybe scored two or whatever. So the games looked for a majority of the of the game time completely different. In our situation, at the moment the things finally go against us because we make made individual mistakes. So yes. You speak about them, but that's that's how it is with human beings. You make a mistake, not on purpose or whatever. It just happens. And how can we avoid them? And one time it's communication, and other times it's um, just um, making better offers or all these kind of things. So we are always together in these moments. But the performance in the, in the other in the other periods of the game, we have to keep going, and eh? we have to because we are we have to to play good football to to win the to win um, football games, and that's what we that's what we are working on. So the mood of the boys is absolutely okay. Not we had better mood, you can imagine, but it's absolutely okay, and uh, we are ready, still ready for a, for a real on a proper fight. Fantastic, and then change in talks Jürgen, everybody in football seems to have an opinion on why Liverpool aren't winning at the moment. But why do you think things have been difficult of late? Is it mainly the injuries or are the players tired or is there a number of different reasons at play here? I mean, so many people spoke about it. Somebody would have probably got it right or not. So, so it's I, I don't care what people what people say about it. if you are with us you see you see the the situation you followed all the problem all the all, through all the um, the weeks and months since the season starts and then you you can see easily that is a uh, a summary or a mix of different things that happened so um, and it's now not the time to explain it or whatever I think you can really you can really see it yes so we had not so good games and now we in the last few games we played absolutely more than at Manchester United in a, don't forget in a cup not in the situation we were in and all these kind of things um, played a, a really good game lost it yes but performance wise was was a good performance then we played two really good away games and then we, we started losing again but by playing not bad football Brighton showed now and meanwhile in the period against everybody how good they are how they play really proper football yes we lost slightly unlucky but they were good and then the next two games, we were really good, really in the game. We forced ourselves to play confident football. It's all fine. In the end, we don't get it anything because we make individual mistakes. So that was not always the case. But now it was about individual mistakes. Before that, there were some other reasons. 
Um, and injuries had a big part in it. We cannot ignore that. It's just because it changed everything. The, 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 the football team is like building a house. If the foundation is not right, then it's always a little bit shaky. Then the wind will go through it. I said it before. We cannot change that, but we work with it and on it. And that's what we did all the time. But it's the Premier League. And we are Liverpool. And we are nobody's happy with being fourth and uh, 40 points and only... Level on points with Everton and all these kind of things. Nobody said that's completely fine. I have no problem with that. Just no, we have to deal with the situation. We cannot constantly talk about it. We have to to sort it. So, and that's what we try. And I I, I can see that on the pitch that we work really hard on it. But after the game, people talk about result, and they were not good enough in the last two three weeks. And we know that, but we still have to keep going. Okay, Paul from the Times, and then Neil from Goal. Paul. Yeah, again, there's been a lot of support for you from fans over the last 48 hours that the banner at the cop for example what what's what do you make of of the, the outpouring from the pool fans for you and were you aware that there was rumors saying that you might leave on saturday the fans banner first of all <laughs> so um i heard about both so yeah, the banner is nice, obviously not, not necessary. Um, I don't think so. I don't feel that I need special support in a moment or whatever, but it's nice, very nice. And uh, what was the other thing that I, that I could leave, would yeah, leave? Rumors, rumors circulating hockey's office and things like that. Ah. So that I get a sack or that I leave by myself or what? <laughs> what, is, uh, what is about? Yeah. What, was, what was the rumors about? I was about to turn Paul on to me. The rumors were that you were, you were leaving or taking a break. Oh, need, uh, oh. Neither nor, neither nor. I, I don't need a break. So um, I heard as well about that. Um, look, the last thing I want to do is talking about private things in a, in a press conference. But everybody knows, yes, privately we had a, a, a absolute tougher time. But that is not only for uh, now three weeks ago or whatever. That was that, that was a longer, much longer time already. So and um, we always deal with it as a family. 100%. Um, and when I came here to, to, the, to the football club to, um, to, to, to work, I can, I, I'm 53. I, do the, I work in football since 30 years as a coach since 20 years. Um, I can split things. I can switch off one thing and the other thing. And I don't carry things around. I, I, if, I, if I'm private, I'm private. If I'm in football at, at a workplace, then I'm here. Of course, we are influenced by things that happen around, but nobody has to worry about me or whatever. I'm Honestly, I'm, I might not look like this because the weather is not cool and I'm white and the gray gets, the beard gets more and more gray, all these kind of things. Yes, I don't sleep a lot. That's all true. And my eyes look like that's all fine, but I'm full of energy. Honestly, the situation is a challenge. I see it more as an, as an no, I don't want to have the situation, but now we are in and now I see it as a challenge, an interesting challenge. So you it cannot ask a lot of people, nobody wrote a book about, again, how did you come in a situation like that and how do you sort it? But we will sort it. Will we sort it? And please, while we are doing it, everybody could be tricky, but sorting it by playing football, sorting it by sticking even more together, sorting it by, by fighting with all you have, sorting it by learning more than you can learn in each season we played before. Um, yeah, that's actually the plan we have. And that uh, strange things happen injury-wise. If somebody comes to me and tells me this player, we have a player with a, with a, with a minor problem, and I, I can tell them it's a centre-half. It's how it is all the time. It's unbelievable. So it, without knowing who it is, I would say, okay, centre-half. Who is available at the moment and that he has a problem. 
So that's the whole season like this. And I don't know why this happens. But we, how I said, we learned a lot. Um, but in the moment, uh, a lot of people obviously are not happy with the results. I get that. But I can, I'm responsible for that 100%. But we played still some pretty good stuff. And we should not. We, you can forget that. We cannot. Because that's the that's the start for changing the things. That you change a situation like we are, we are in with bad football. Never heard about it. Yeah, result. We need a result. But we are Liverpool. We cannot sit back and then everybody we wait for the, for some other teams uh, sixty minutes until they come over the halfway line. So we have to be dominant. We have to play for. We do that. So massive challenge. I'm ready. The boys are ready, and we give our absolutely everything to sort it. And thanks for all the support. I don't read it. I don't really see it. So, but I, I, I people tell me, and so I'm very, very grateful for these kind of things. But they can really think about other things because nobody has to worry about me. Neil uh, from Golden, and we're going to go to the uh, guys in order. Neil, then Jan uh, Gunther next. But Neil first. Just to stick on the theme of the supporters, obviously they haven't been in the stadium this season. So, you, apart from the couple of games, so you haven't. You and the players haven't really had to been able to feel that. Is it is it nice sometimes just to get a reminder for the players and for yourself that you know, although everything's written and everything's said, that there is still a huge huge amount of support for you and the players worldwide. Yeah, of course that's nice. That's what we we, we do this for the people. That was will never change. I feel the responsibility so much. The responsibility so much when when things don't go well. I, I really so. Uh, and I don't want anything to praise uh, that uh, whatever we are doing and stuff like this. No, 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 it's all fine. But we, we know we do it for the people. That, our, that the majority of our people are still, and maybe even more so, with us. Yeah, it's nice to hear. It's nice to feel. It's nice. But I would prefer to fight this fight, what we are in in a moment, with our people in the stadium. Coming in a situation like this, yeah, it's not what you wish for, but if, if you are in, you can reach, you can show real unity and a real togetherness. And then if, we, if the stadium would be now full for the next 10 games, I would really love to fight together against this. So we fight together, obviously, just in different places. And um, yeah, knowing about the support is, is great. Okay, terrific. So we're going to go Jan, if you can unmute Jan, ask your question, and then Ulrich, please may be in German, by the way, and you, you can answer in German if you wish. Herr Klopp, Jan Günther vom AD Hörfunk. Was können Sie aus der Distanz über den Werdegang von Julian Nagelsmann sagen? Was sind seine besonderen Fähigkeiten und wo sehen Sie die Stärken von RB Leipzig? Hm. Um, Julian ist ein herausragender. Extraordinary uh, talent. He's still young as a coach. He's already proven virtually everything that you can prove as a manager. Uh, he's he's got he's he's talented, and uh, he he seems young, fresh, because he's young. But he's still also very experienced and serious, and he's got a, a really a varied profile in terms of his teams as well and the way they play. He, there's a lot of variety, lots of lot of flexibility. Uh, he's always got different ideas, different ways of reacting. He's got an absolute eye for players, where to play them, how to deal with the players. That's my impression of him. And he's just an outstanding manager already now. And in the future, when we're all old, he will be even better, I'm sure. When we will have to concentrate on other stuff in our lives, he will still be uh, a major actor in football. So 
So this is a promising long career for him as a manager. It's it's intensive. But we had a chat this week, actually, and he seemed very um, relaxed, happy, but also ambitious. Of course, we want to beat him <laughs> tomorrow, but I will still definitely keep an eye on his career. And I'm absolutely convinced that he will still go places. Yes, Mr. Klopp. Hello from Leipzig. Can you hear me? Yes. People in Leipzig still uh, rave about um, Navigator. I mean, he's injured at the moment. How do you assess him also when he was in Liverpool? Liverpool, I think uh, um, a friendly match was also agreed in the transfer. Will this match in Leipzig as a friendly still take place at some point when it's possible? Well, he's no longer injured, but he's not filled, uh, fit yet, Nabi. He was in training yesterday, but it's not sufficient yet. So uh, so we'll be away for two days and he will be in training. It's better than flying with us. Uh, of course, he would have liked to be there when it's against Leipzig, Nabi, but uh, he's he's had some very great spells, but then... Or, or, uh, Obviously, you have to say he's had too many injuries as well, which hasn't helped a lot. But he's made played some really great games for us, scored important goals, has contributed to our success last year. He was always involved despite the injuries. But these were unfortunate moments, you know, when you look at his injuries. It was just minor things, but which kicked him out from the team. But, uh, but he's got a, an excellent perspective. He's a great player. And we, uh, in terms of injuries, we all have to go through these difficulties. But once that's behind you, we'll have another absolutely great uh, player. This mm, friendly match, I don't know. I'm not the one who's making the decision, but I assume if it's been agreed, it will take place once it's possible. But we need to kind of get through these difficult times at the moment now. I think this kind of transfer friendly match if that happens i will be happy to go to leipzig and play the match there of course um, so those of you who are currently in the attendees i'm sorry for those who put their hands up a little bit too late i didn't get to everybody if you'd like to take the hands down well then when jordan henderson comes in we'll take the next question but michael from 28 Klopp, michael milewski from der bild zeitung hello mr Klopp, michael milewski from bild two questions you said that you were in contact with Mr. Nagelsmann. Was it was it a, a phone call or was it a text message? And Ralph Rangnick was saying that recently he was still saying that Liverpool was going to win uh, at 65%. Now he's on a 50-50 prediction. Who is the favourite for you? Well, UEFA organised the contact uh, with me and uh, uh, Julian and they sold it to everybody. It was on re by request. Uh, from UEFA, it was a Zoom chat, took a bit longer, but I'm quite happy with that assessment, 50-50. If we go full throttle, uh, then I think 65% of a likelihood of winning might be appropriate as well. I don't know whether that's important. 50-50 is something I can live with. 50-50 means I have the chance of winning and Leipzig as an underdog, I don't know. Leipzig will give go full throttle as well. They play very good football as well. And we have situations we can build on where we play good football, but haven't got the, had the results recently. Uh, this is a knockout stage, of course. So someone's going to be knocked out, literally. 
uh, and we will do everything that we will not be the ones that we will continue. But uh, yes, a 50% chance or is absolutely sufficient for me. And then for those of you who want to ask questions for Jordan Henderson, who's on next, if you could start putting the hands up now. But uh, Javier, I hope I pronounced correctly, to finish our press conference. Hello, Klopp, Mr. Klopp, Mr. Nagelsmann, your colleague, was saying that the Champions League basically is the last remaining chance uh, of silverware for you. And he was saying that the team, your team, is more even more dangerous because of that. It reminds us of the situation in Madrid, actually, in the past. As a team, as a manager, can you focus on a competition like this, uh, you know, the Champions League? You said quite rightly it's the knockout stages now so to what degree does this absence of supporters in your away match inverted commas actually matter well the 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 lack of supporters doesn't play a role i mean we've been doing it for a while it's not nice but it's not going to change so this is not going to matter the the other part of the question what was it is leipzig still in the german cup the Can I? Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Is Leipzig not in the DFB Pokal? Is Leipzig still in the German Cup? Yes, they will still play against Bochum, if I remember correctly. Right. Okay. So we only have one chance of winning silverware. And they've got two, of course, um, at least Leipzig. But that's uh, not related to the question. If you're in the last 16 of the Champions League, you want to go to the quarterfinals, of course. And that's our plan. It will be difficult. No problem for me. Last 16 means the 16 best teams in Europe, and we're still part of them. And accordingly, we would like to go for it. What's cool about football is, no matter what the outcome of the previous match is, you've got the same chance for the next match. Uh, and you have to keep that faith. And sometimes you lose, lose faith and you need to get faith back. Uh, we know how difficult it is against Leipzig. I assume Leipzig know how difficult it is against us. And we'll just not try to make um, sure that our football that can still be excellent wins. It just hasn't been the results recently. And that's what we're going to change, uh, start changing tomorrow night. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hiya, John. Hi. Hello, sorry. Um, the managers, the managers talked about fighting. He's talked about sorting the situation. He's taken kind of a lot of responsibility on it. I just wonder, as the captain, how much responsibility have the players got? Full responsibility. Um, I know the manager tries to protect us as much as possible in the press, but for, for players, we know that it's down to us to change that the situation that we're in, and we take full responsi responsibility on results and performances. Um, so yeah, so it's it's down to us to go out there, keep keep working hard, keep fighting to try and change this tough period that we've been going through over the last few weeks. Um, so yeah, hopefully we can do that starting tomorrow. Does Europe make a difference? Bearing in mind the focus is is, is completely different from the Premier League, and and maybe you can kind of go for it in a way that perhaps you haven't been able to in the Premier League. No, I think it's a new opportunity, a new challenge. With, it, with another game, that's what a new game brings, you know, and um, we've got to go out there uh, against a very good side and we've got to be at 100% to even get anything from the game. So we know it's a big opportunity um, for us and we're, 
100% ready to go and give absolutely everything um, and then 90 minutes to try and get a good result. James, we'll go to either, apologies if I pronounce your name wrong, uh, either Jonas or Johannes from TV2 Norway, I guess. That's right. At the moment in Budapest, hello, uh, Jordan. Um, my question is um, you had a lot of forced rotation in the central defense um, this season. And um, how do you work on short weeks to create stability in that area? And how do you see um, your own role and position as you move forward? Um, it is difficult to to find stability with the amount of games. Obviously, you know you don't get many training sessions, so it's but we'll get short short sessions during the weeks um, before and after games um, to try and and work on things defensively, offensively, like we always do. So it's about listening and learning as much as possible, and then trying to take that into the game. Um, so yeah. For us, you know, it's it, it's a difficult time. Like I said, not only um, defensively. I think it's the whole um, the, the whole game, the whole offensively, defensively, everything that we need to to keep improving, keep getting better, um, and try and change the the run of run of form that we're in right now. Okay, thank, thank you. you. We go to Babatunde, look forward to seeing you in uh, Budapest. Hi, Yuran. Hi, Yuran. My name is uh, Babatunde Jora, um, of OJB Sport, uh, from Nigeria. RB Leipzig have won their last three games, and it's the other way around for you. You've lost your last three games. How do you feel as the former European champions being the underdog against a club that was just promoted to the Bundesliga five years ago? Leipzig are a very good side, very good players, very good manager. Um, I think the game that sticks out recently was probably the one against United. So I think everybody knows that they're a very good team. Um, but for us, yes, we have been going through a tough period. Um, but there's still a lot of positives to take from performances over the last week or so. Um, we just need to do it for 90 minutes. Um, and if we do that, then I've got every confidence in the team that we can, we can get a good result. But... We do need to be at 100% if we want to get anything. Okay. James from TalkSport and then Stephen Douglas. James first. Jordan, you said that you and the players take full responsibility for the results of late. You say it's down to you as players. How much are you all hurting at the moment? Because you've had incredible success over the past few years and, and this just isn't up to the standards that you've set in recent time. Yeah, it is difficult. You know, when we've set standards that we have for a long period of time, um, to then lose a few games in a short space of time is, is not normal for us. So it's, um, it's something that we need to adapt to very quickly. Um, but I feel as though the lads give everything up every time we train, every time we play. And that's what we need to do and get our heads down to try and get out of this situation that we're in. Um, and I feel like once we do come out of it, and hopefully that's sooner rather than later, um, we'll be a lot stronger as a team for it. You know, I think strength comes from adversity at times and you stick together as a team um, and get through it. And if we do that, then I'm sure we'll be even stronger um, come the end. Okay. In all of that, we're going to go uh, Stephen and then to um, Dave Malik, if he's still there, and if not, then Don King. So Stephen first. Hi, Jordan. 
I wonder if you could assess the um, the, the the impact of Thiago since he, he joined the club, and maybe speak about the importance of him going into the knockout phase. Obviously, he's a he's a recent winner of the of the Champions League, and the fact he knows Leipzig very well um, from playing in Germany. Yeah, Thiago has been brilliant since he's came to the club. You know, I think everybody knows how good a player he is. Um, he's a world class player, and. Um, yeah, he's been great to have a, even off the field. You know, he's a he's a really good person. Um, leads by example, um, gives everything, and you, you can learn a lot, a lot from him. So I think he's been fantastic addition to the squad. Um, and like you say, he probably know Leipzig better than anyone. Um, so I'm sure he'll be telling us one or two things over the next 24 hours to to help with that. Um, but he's settled in very well. Um, like like I knew knew he would, you know, he's a phenomenal player and hopefully he can just keep improving each time he plays for us um and, and, and getting used to the way that we play as a team. Roger, you seem to have lost Dave Mallet for the night. No, Dave is back, but we'll go to Dominic and then we'll finish with Dave. So Dominic from the mail and then Dave from the mirror to finish Dominic. Jordan, um you know you're talking about um, taking full responsibility. Do you feel you owe the manager a performance or a result? Or what 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 do you owe him most? A big win or a big performance? Or does that come hand in hand? I think I think winning and, and results is the most important thing. You know, I think that ultimately that's what you're judged on as as a team. Um so it's about getting the result, but to get the result, if you perform to a high level, then you've got more chance of winning. So um both would be very nice. You know, I think for large parts the game against Leicester where performance was was at a high level. Um, but then in a very short space of time with a, a few mistakes, um, the game got out of our control and we ended up losing. So it's, it's about taking them mistakes away, concentrating for the full 90 minutes and giving a performance for the full 90 minutes. And if we do that, then I'm confident we can get a good result. Thanks, Dom. And then Dave to finish from the mirror. Last question for our press conference, Dave. Uh, Jordan, um, like the, probably the rest of the world, you, you, you heard, you'd have heard those rumours about uh, Jürgen quitting on uh, the weekend I'm interested in just what your reaction was because I'm guessing you'd have been laughing at that given that you know his character and how he responds to, to situations and also you know his integrity and loyalty as a manager as well to you as players and and, and his position yeah I don't think I even need to comment on something like that you know someone's sitting behind the keyboard making rumours up about the manager or the players in the dressing room doesn't really need me to, to see anything about it, you know. Um, yeah, not true. I, I quite like the one where Robbo and Ali were having a fight about something. That was probably that, that made his chuckle a little bit. But apart from that, yeah, didn't I didn't really give it much thought. Could you maybe just clarify that you're commenting on a rumor and not to? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> that that was a rumor. That, I've just enjoyed no. that rumor. That's Jordan. What, I was just more interested in in. You know him as a manager and, and his reaction to this situation, not the rumour, the situation, you know, the, the, the fact that his character and, you know, his commitment to you as a group, you know, how, how he will react now that you've just, you know, you've had a, a difficult situation. Yeah, the manager's really good in situations like this, you know, the adversity, the manager's the one that we listen to the most, he, He's always there for us as players and he tries to protect us as much as possible, like you probably see in his press conferences. 
But deep down, we know as players that we take full, full responsibility and it's down to us to go out on the pitch and, and change the period, this tough period that we're going through. Um, yeah, but the manager um, has... Yeah, there's no question marks over what he, how he reacts after games. He actually reacts and probably the total opposite of what people would think um, and handles situations like that very well. Um, and that's why we just want to go out there and and put a performance on for the team, but for him as well. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.